بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Two of the most significant issues that so many people are struggling with generally speaking and then especially uh, especially these days are issues in direct connection with anxiety and depression and for anyone struggling with these issues we ask Allah to make things easy for them we ask Allah to relieve them of these challenges and we actually and we ask Allah to turn the hardships into ease and you alamin so just to to from from a specific angle to um, to, to touch upon these concepts from a prophetic perspective there's something that the prophet taught us that directly connects with these two concepts and it's a very common misconception very unfortunately that a number of muslims may think that if you're muslim period then you're not going to struggle with anxiety or depression if you're a practicing muslim there's no way you're going to ever struggle with anxiety or depression and that's simply not the case because as much as we try our best to be muslim and to practice our faith we're also human you wouldn't tell someone that you know if you're really muslim then you're not going to get hungry if you don't eat food your body needs food right and the mind has needs as well and and the heart uh, emotionally speaking needs uh, has needs as well just like it has physical needs right the heart is literally the heart of the matter one time the prophet ﷺ, he entered his masjid uh, of course this is in medina and he found a companion sitting there and this was outside of the prayer time <clears throat> so the prophet he approaches him to to check on him to talk to him to see if everything is okay and this uh, this man he opened up and he mentioned that he's overcome with debt and he's overcome with He's overcome with worry, with anxiety, we would say nowadays. And so the, the Prophet, he encouraged him. So the Prophet was was uh, a, a person of solutions, a person of healing, a person of, of remedy, We didn't send you except as a mercy to mankind and all of creation, um, So the Prophet, he advises him to make this dua morning and evening. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan. وأعوذ بك من العجز والكسل وأعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل وأعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال. The Prophet advised him to ask Allah in the morning and evening uh, regarding these eight things. So there are four things. So you have four sets of pairs. So two, four, six, eight. Allah, I seek refuge in you من الهم والحزن. From you can say from worry and grief. Some may translate it as from depression and anxiety. Allah, I seek refuge in you from these things. From, so these are the first two things mentioned. Min al-hammi wal-hazan. One is regarding the past, another is regarding the future. Depression is regarding the past, and anxiety is regarding the future. Wa'arudu bika min al-hajzi wal-kasal. And I seek refuge in you from incapacity and uh, and from laziness. Wa'arudu bika min al-jumni wal-bukhl. And I seek refuge in you from cowardice uh, and from stinginess. Wa'arudu bika min al-ghalbat al-dini wa-qahrijal. And I seek refuge in you from basically being, uh, you know, overcome by debt and overpowered. By people, so this uh, this man, this companion of the Prophet وسلم, he so he took this advice and he put it into practice. He would make this dua in the morning and in the evening, and then later on he would say that by doing so, Allah relieved me of my debt and Allah relieved me of my worries. So the important thing that I want to that I want to tie this in with is, as a human being, we have to do our part to take the means. Right, so if somebody is hungry, very basic example, just mentioned a few moments ago, then we have to eat. If someone is dehydrated, we have to try to drink water. Right, if somebody is cold and they have a blanket at home, they're going to put that blanket on. No one is going to say, if you're feeling cold 
and you know it's like freezing temperatures outside in Canada you know if you're really a believer you're not going to need a blanket no because you're a human being you need a blanket you're cold right you'll need more than a blanket in Canada right? you need to blast the heater 24 7 right if somebody if somebody gets cut with a knife and they bleed no one is going to tell them well if you were really a believer then you're not going to bleed it's absurd Right, so if somebody is going through deep sorrow and grief, if they lose the Prophet himself, والسلام, you have this period of time in his seerah, والسلام, the year of sorrow. Why? Because as a human being, his heart was extremely saddened and he was struggling. Because why? Because he had lost his wife Khadija, he had lost his uncle Abu Talib, and on top of that, Talib happened, you know, right after that. That is known as the year of sorrow. Would anyone go to the Prophet and say, if your iman, you know, if you really had iman, then you wouldn't feel any sorrow? But you find Muslims talking, you know, saying these things to each other. Someone is going through an extremely difficult time where if the other person was wrestling with 1% of that, God knows what they would or would not do. That's the last thing that person needs to hear. That's the last thing they need. You know, if your iman was really high, then you wouldn't be. Does iman play a factor? No question. And scientifically speaking, even from a non-Muslim scientific perspective, it has been proven without a shadow of a doubt from both Muslim and non-Muslim researchers that religion, that spirituality does help if a person is struggling with depression and anxiety. There's no question, it's a very important slice of pizza, so to speak. But it's not the whole, the whole pizza. It's also not nothing. It's there, it's extremely important. But there are also other components that we need to, to balance everything together. And the best example of this is the Prophet himself. So we have to take the means and do what we have to do as best we can. And then we want to couple that with what our deen teaches us. To couple it with, and our deen teaches us also to take the means. But in terms of, from a spiritual perspective, to also connect with this duha, to connect with our Qur'an, with our afkar, with our prayer, as a means of medicine, as a type of healing. Right, so we, we want to have this beautiful intersection of the two. It's not one without the other. You don't tell someone, don't take your medication because you have this severe stomach issue. If you really had iman, you wouldn't take it. SubhanAllah. And then they die and their life is on your hands. Right, so we have to be very, very, very careful and sensitive when it comes to these types of things. And we want to be people of healing. We want to be people that encourage other people, to, to guide people towards good, towards healing, not to push them away from it. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah for balance. We ask Allah for vision, not just with our eyes, but more importantly with our heart. We ask Allah to grant all of us understanding. We ask Allah for tawfiq. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhir da'wan. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil